everybody, and welcome on in to episode one of Stick Signals, the official podcast of the World of Outlaws, Morton Building's Late Model Series, and Dirt Car Racing. I am now going to introduce my co-host, Mr. Mick. Mick, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's kind of rainy here in Concord. How is the uh, nice warm desert? <laughs> yeah, warm desert is usually the case, but man, I flew into 21 degrees and snow on the ground. And usually over here, the snow never stays around, but it is still on the <laughs> ground. And man, a couple inches of snow, it's 30 degrees. I, I'm ready to go back to Florida, let's to say the least. You don't, you don't have a sled or a snowboard or anything? <laughs> you, you know, it felt like that flying in yesterday, flying into Dallas and flying into El Paso. My goodness, it was a uh, it was it was crazy to say the least, but nonetheless, how was that North Carolina treating you? It's it's nice to be home. It was a, a f- nice twelve days, fourteen days, however many days it was down in Florida for Dirt Car Nationals. Good to see your face and, and hang out with you a little bit in person. Um, but it's nice to be home for sure. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I'm I'm just ready for next year's DCN already, February eighth through the twenty first. But uh, we just wrapped up the fiftieth, Mick. Uh, some some big things coming into the week and. Some big things exiting the week. Uh, obviously, Kyle Strickler with the Outlaws and the Modifieds put on good racing and Stuart Friesen with the big blocks. And we're going to talk about him later. Just so much. Give me one um, nugget that Mick got from the 50th Dirt Car Nationals. I have to say I've been going for three years in a row. This is my third consecutive year. And I think it was the best racing I've seen the whole time. But the most remarkable thing is that we left there without Brandon Shepard having to win. That's a good point. I mean, you look at uh, Kyle Strickler with a point lead. Obviously, he signed on with the Outlaws now, and he has the point lead as a rookie. Uh, Ricky Weiss uh, obviously had a good one till there at the end. But yeah, Kyle Bronson, and yeah, Shepard does not have a point lead, which is uh, very interesting to say the least. And it's going to be a fun season of points racing with the Outlaws. And Mick, um, let's go ahead and welcome the fans here. This is episode one of Stick Signals. Obviously, we have our sister podcast open red which is for the world of outlaws nos energy drink sprint car series let's go and welcome in a whole brand new audience hello hi everybody this is stick signals mick let's go to explain where we got the name from and what this podcast is going to be about well we wanted something that kind of played off of open red which is a very specific term in sprint car racing so we went with stick signals which is of course how fendered cars late models and, and modified uh, sort of spot for their drivers stand in the corner with the with the sticks uh, you know, this podcast is going to cover not only the World of Outlaws Martin Building Late Model Series, but also the Dirt Car Summer Nationals, uh, the Summit Modified Nationals, the whole the whole Hell Tour, and then Dirt Car UMP mods uh, in general. Definitely bringing the fenders into the mix here with the Dirt Car Summer Nationals, Dirt Car UMP Modifieds, the World of Outlaws Morton Building's Late Model Series, and uh, we want you race fans to, you know, have a fun podcast to listen to. Open Red is great. I mean, Mick, obviously we've listened to a lot of Open Red podcasts, but we want some fenders. And, and I think we're going to bring the fenders into business here with Stick Signals. That That is correct. Oh, I know that you're a late model guy. I come from, from the stock car world, so I'm a fender guy as well. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. And, and we're also it's not going to be really so much race related um, as far as recaps go. This will be more of getting it behind the scenes and getting to know drivers and what they're all about when they're when they're not wearing their fire suit and their helmet. Yeah, definitely. And we have a good uh, interview lined up today, which we'll get into in just a little bit. But yeah, how Mick said, we want to get with drivers, get to know them, get more behind the scenes of who the driver really is. And for you fans to listen to, you know, what the driver has to say, uh, you know, not in a normal interview after a race or a redraw or something like that. We really want to get into depth with the driver, which I said, we have a good one lined up later. But Mick, let's go ahead and talk about the Outlaws real quick. You talk about Shepard not having that points lead. Um, have you looked at the points at all by any chance? 
I, I know Strickland's leaving it or leading it, and that's that's kind of all I saw to be honest with you. Yeah, you will not believe this. Brandon Shepard is sixth in points right now. Kyle Strickler leads over Kyle Bronson, sixty-eight points. Ricky Weiss in third. Uh, a little insider thing: Ricky Weiss is trying to finish in front of that one car every single race. That's not really an insider thing, but Ricky Weiss—that's his goal. And man, he is a uh, third in points. Tyler Bruning fourth Tyler Bruning is a, is a heck of a late model driver I mean he said he doesn't know what he wants to do this year but you know being fourth with the outlaws he he should really stick stay on tour Dennis Herb Jr. fifth how cool would it be to see Dennis Herb Jr. win a championship I mean we always see him in the summer nationals the one-man band that would be awesome that'd be great I mean he got the one win last year um I can't remember where it was but yeah Dennis Herb is a, a great guy to have around and I, it's just exciting to see all these other names sort of percolate to the top and we know the shepherd is, is going to get there um, towards the end of the year, and it'll be fun to watch the points progress as we go on. And really, that, that'll be, probably be the storyline of the season is just how how deep of a hole will Brandon Shepard get into here in the beginning and how quickly can he dig himself out? Yeah, I mean, but of course, once we start getting to these next couple tracks, I mean, a lot of these guys just got to leave Florida in a you know solid spot. And once they leave Florida, it's game on from there. So yeah, Brandon Shepard, sixth in points, as we just mentioned, mentioned Dennis Herb Jr. in fifth. Let's just give the top 10 real quick. Rick Heckard, seventh, Scott Bloomquist, eighth, Daryl Lanigan, ninth, and Ross Bales, a rookie in the top 10 so two rookies in the top 10 there that rookie uh class let's just touch a little bit on them real quick mick they are strong you have uh kyle strickler ross bales uh tony jackson jr ryan gustin ryan scott i mean these guys are <laughs> they've been giving it their all night and night out and it's going to be a close rookie battle all year long it really is and i mean how many so there's five five rookies still on tour is that right or is there six he, yeah, well, unfortunately, the whole Parker Martin Jr. situation at Volusia, right. he is now off tour. So, yes, we have five rookies going at it this year for the Rookie of the Year. I mean, it's looking like we're going to have five rookies in the top 10, maybe even seven in points. I mean, it's just a strong class, especially with Kyle Strickler. I mean, he's he's kind of the headliner. Everyone knows how great he was in, in modifieds, and he seems to be able to take that skill right into late models. Yeah, it's really cool. Obviously, Kyle Strickler uh, won with the Outlaws during the Sunshine Nationals in that Longhorn chassis, and then he came back in the Rockets, you know, for the for the team that he's driving with now. And the the Rockets just didn't fit his style, but now his team's getting him Longhorns. He's back in the Longhorn, and he won his second race already this season. And my goodness, Kyle Strickler is going to be fun to watch. But uh, then the other rookies, Ryan Gustin was telling me him and Tony Jackson Jr. They can't wait to get to the Midwest where they know those tracks. Ross Bale says he can't go back to uh, Cherokee Speedway. You know what I mean? Ross Bales, by the way, is the only rookie with a Morton Buildings feature win. Everybody else has never won an outlaw feature other than Kyle Strickler now, of course. But uh, yeah, so it's it's going to be uh, very interesting as we go out through uh, the season with the outlaws. Yeah, it will be. You know, by that time, the desert will be starting to warm up for you. You know what you could use then, though, Ruben? <laughs> What's that? You, you could use a manscaping. <laughs> That's right. So, so podcast <laughs> listeners, the special deal for you and all World of Outlaws fans. If you visit manscaped.com slash World of Outlaws, you'll get 20% off your purchase at checkout. And they've actually, right now, they have the perfect package on sale, the perfect package 3.0, which gets you the lawnmower 3.0, which is a skin safe electric trimmer, the crop preserver, which is anti chafing ball deodorant, crop, uh, crop reviver a ball spray toner. I don't even know what you do with a ball spray toner. <laughs> and of course the magic mat, which is a, a nice piece of paper you can sit down underneath while you trim and keep your bathroom floor clean and keep your significant other happy. So she doesn't have to sweep up your mess. So that's manscape.com slash world of outlaws. The uh, official sponsor for 
uh, stick signals. Is that correct, Mick? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, so got to thank them so much for coming on board. And uh, again, welcome everybody to Stick Signals. Um, yeah, this is going to be everything from dirt car racing, from the modifieds, the light models, to the World of Outlaws, Morton Buildings, late model series, and the rookie division really strong right now. Uh, one question that we can't answer right now, Mick, that I would really love to know. Is Kyle Bronson? Is he on tour? Is he not? I mean, he's second in points. Why would he not <laughs> run on tour? So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get uh, Kyle Bronson on stick signals here soon and uh, find out if he's gonna stay on tour. That'd be great. Um, but for our first guest, we we talked to Bobby Pierce. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce that that interview for us? Yeah, Bobby Pierce won that second night of the dirt car late models at the Volusia Speedway Park, and Bobby obviously. Uh, the youngest driver to ever win a crown jewel, 2016 World 100 winner, three-time Dirt Car Summer National Champion, and he's won uh, a lot of crown jewels out there. And he's going to join us on the first episode of Stick Signals. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Bobby Pierce, driver of 32. Let's get it in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could freestyle. Right? <laughs> Thing like hey man hey. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't do that one either <laughs> i'm just kidding uh this goat man this goat man just started so talking to me man you started out this year bringing cody mallory on take your your dad kind of came off the road of course cody cody came over from uh, helping jimmy owens last year indeed how is that going and how did that come about uh well we kind of just heard the news on the street that he was uh you know, something happened there. He was free from, uh, you know, any other team. And at the time, we really needed someone. Um, and <laughs> I don't know, it was kind of just a wild thought. We were like, well, let's just uh, let's get his number, call him up and see what it's going to take and, you know, all that. And, um, you know, I'm really fortunate it did because so far, you know, we've been having really good finishes and, and qualifying has been amazing. Uh, just a little – Little stuff he's done to the car, um, I think it's been a really big, big boost. Right. Pretty good chemistry between you, you two already? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think me and him drive pretty well. Like, you know, you talk to a lot of people that have worked with him and, you know, everyone will tell you he's a, he's a bit of a handful sometimes, but he's just so passionate about it. You know, he's, he wants to win just as much as anyone and, you know, he'll do whatever it takes to, to win, you know, if, if he thinks he's got a sand a tire for 35 minutes to make sure it's perfect <laughs> he'll do it you know even though we only have 25 minutes but right um yeah you know we we click pretty well um you know just uh just trying to figure out what's gonna make the car go in circles the fastest and he's pretty smart at it and he he gives me a lot of credit at driving the car and so far you know i can't find any reason to not give him credit on setting up the car so it's been really well Bobby, you come to Volusia this year. Usually at this time of the year, you're always in Australia, but due to you know traveling restrictions, New Zealand. New Zealand that's right, New Zealand. Um, you're at Volusia, and this is one of not your most strongest tracks. But to come out here, and you and Devin obviously have been doing a phenomenal job making this points battle interesting. Uh, is it Cody? Is it you? Or is it the new resurfacing of the track that's really clicking with you here? Because you're doing really well at Volusia. Uh, you know, I haven't been here in seven years, and like the last time I was here, I think I was like 16 or something. Um, so since then I've gained a ton of experience and, you know, I think at that time I hadn't even been to Eldora yet. And this place really size wise comparison, it's a lot like Eldora. It's just, it's pretty flat. Um, and you know, I, th I think all my success at Eldora, you know, kind of goes along with here, but 
I think everything he's done to the car, um, it really fits this racetrack and it fits me. And, you know, we got, uh, that Vic Hill engine, it's been really good. Um, just everything. I, I guess the resurfacing of the track makes it really good too. Um, you know, it's pretty easy on tires, you know, last night you had Devin, he ran all four soft tires and, you know, that's just crazy to, to think of doing that 40 laps on a half mile. Like it's just really unheard of. And, um, you know, I think the surface of the track is, I know a lot of people are kind of complaining about it, but heck, I think, you know, the last couple of nights, like the racing has been phenomenal, you know, yeah, um, yeah, we've sure. had easy. Huh? Yeah. Like heck, battling for third there, you know, I, I seen on, uh, the replay and dirt vision, you know, they were three wide and, you know, I think if I had the right tires on, I, I possibly would have been up there battling for Lee with Devin. It would have been a hell of a race. So uh, I think the track's been pretty fast to begin with, but at the end of the night, it makes for a really good show. I've seen Cody work, actually. Last year, when he was with Shirley, he had his wrenches in order. Everything had to be organized for Cody. So you go to Arizona, a place where you're always dominant at. You don't do as well as you would like to do. I mean, Bobby Pierce comes out of Arizona without a win. It's sometimes, you know, crazy (laughs) to say. But now you come here to Volusia. Were you guys hitting the panic button before you got here at all? Uh, Yeah, I mean, not really. I knew we were good in Arizona. Um, You know, three heat wins, and then I ran second my heat every other night, and uh, the one night I drew the pole, um, that's the night I broke running third I, when I was kind of catching the field again. So, and just all those other times, you know, I started fifth and sixth and eighth and ninth. And, uh, I think every time we just couldn't really get it going, you know, I, I wasn't in the right spot on the track. You know, I, as Donnie Schatz would say, I, I, um, what, what's he say? Weed when he should have, whatever, <laughs> whatever Zig you should have zagged or something like that. Zig yeah, when you should have yeah, zagged. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, just you know, the races are 30, 40 laps and you got to get going. But I knew we were fast out there. Um, I did hit the panic button though, when I went to Arizona and, uh, didn't win anything at the casino for a change. (laughs) (laughs) So with the new track surface and the, we had a huge temperature swing between Monday, Tuesday, and then now it's hot. Is there a difference in the driving style or the the setup of the track? Uh, well, for sure. You got to keep your fluids in you and not try to get the, the heat, get to your mind and, you know, go crazy because, you know, heck, that reminded me of Summer Nationals the last couple of days when it warmed up. And um, two nights ago when uh, when I was going to actually win and uh, we blew that tire with three laps to go, yeah. you know, we were thrashing all day because the whole day we had a vibration in the car and we didn't figure it out till the feature. You know, we changed everything, even the rear end, and it ended up being a wheel. So, wow. um, you know, the crew was all wore out that day and, you know, really – Everyone's been working their butts off in the heat, uh, even yesterday and today. You know, we're kind of struggling to get going. You know, it's like almost, almost at the end of this week, and uh, yeah, you know, we're getting a little wore out. But being as fast as we are, it's keeping us going. But um, definitely, the heat is gonna do a little bit to the track. I think it's a lot of times. You know, when the sun's baking on a racetrack, it'll dry it out quicker. And I think yesterday we were actually gonna see the track drier, but then the rain came and. Rainwater sometimes, you know, it's way different than regular water. And me and Dale and Devin were talking in Victor Lane that you know, we thought the track was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that rainwater, you know, and they all agreed with me. So, right. um, but yeah, it'll definitely dry the track out and possibly make it harder than uh, what we've seen the last two, three nights. 
Bobby, let's look forward here. Uh, you talk about your qualifying well. Dirt Car Summer Nationals, you want to make a run for it this year. Shirley has been the three-time champ the past three years, you know what I mean, three in a row. You, He's joined you and Dennis Herb to ever accomplish that. Going forward with Cody and yourself, do you think you could get that Summer Nationals back to uh, the 32? <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, you know, I know they got a lengthy schedule this year, and we're just going to have to see where we're at. But uh, definitely, I think that we can uh, we can pick up a pile of wins. I think as long as, you know, we don't have any bad luck or anything, I don't see why we can't win every single race. Tell me, like, a good, you know. We Bob, can win this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can win this. Talk, talk about how stressful it is for you. Like, you've never – you. I mean, you're a summer nationals champion. you won other national touring events, but you've never won that outlaw event. Like, I mean – how much did that sting the other night? Like, how much motivated are you to get that first outlaw one? How's it going to feel to get that? I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to feel like a weight lifted off my shoulders. Mostly, uh, you know, like I'm not superstitious about things, but I am a little stitious. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> what is, you know, what is preventing me from getting that win? You know, I've been second a million times and been leading races and just messing up or falling out. And, um, you know, it, it didn't really sink in until I was actually, um, on the phone with uh, my girlfriend Abby and then it hit me I was like damn that was a world of outlaw race and like I was two or three laps from yeah. winning that yeah just something keeps me you know from getting that win so yeah it's gonna feel like uh like a world 100 win when I win it finally <laughs> your your paint scheme you have this year is that <laughs> yes. is that new because yes. I, I just I love the outlaw yeah. theme obviously well you know that scheme it was made for like we were just going to Arizona, right? Those six races, and they had that um, that bonus money for the best rap, which I didn't even win, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we were just doing that as a special thing for that, and then I was gonna get with my graphics guy about doing something actually for the year, and then here we are racing uh, like 11, 12 more races with it, right? And uh, yeah, so you know I had the the cowboy, uh, like the ghost cowboy on the front with guns and um, picture of my girlfriend on the side with cowboy boots on, you know, it fits uh, the theme of Wild West. Right, right. Had some like, I don't know, just some other theme stuff in there. I At one point, I had some wheel covers with uh, tumbleweeds on them. Nice. But all those wheel covers have been beat to hell since then, so they're, they've are they been thrown away. Um, and it just... Yeah, little details of the car. I think if you get close to it, it looks pretty good. But um, a guy from Arizona Sports Shirts, uh, he designed that. And my graphics guy, Showtime Signs, printed it out. Bobby, uh, emotional one. I want to touch on that real quick because that's very important. Uh, Premier Way Service is a big, you know, sponsor to your racing deal and obviously in late model racing. Uh, you were only going to be here the first two days of the Dirt Car Nationals. And then you did really well. Now it's you and Moran. Only nine point difference going into tonight. Um has Larry spoken to you? Have you guys talked? How much uh, did that mean to him? Yeah, uh, man, that win was just something else. You know, he said he cried a lot. And, uh, you know, I know um, his Larry's sister was there and, and her husband and uh, some of the family there watching that night, too. So I would have been I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall watching them, uh, you know, watch me. And, uh, you know, my dad said he he teared up, too. And uh, so that was crazy that we got that win. Uh, thought we were gonna get two nights in a row, and uh, but last night you know finishing second, I know they were pretty proud of that. And uh, yeah, like you said, you know, nine points behind Devin. Um, you know we didn't plan on running the whole week, but you know when uh, the whole deal happened there, you know my aunt Jen um, passing away, and 
Larry loves to watch me race. You know, that, that is like his most favorite thing to do. And so we're very fortunate that we have, you know, Dirt Vision, Dirt on Dirt, whatever it is, broadcasting these events live because he's all the way in Arizona. And um, so he wanted me to race every night, you know, just so he could, you know, ease his mind of everything and just sit back, relax, and, you know, watch me. And, you know, that's his favorite thing. So if we can pick up another win, that'd be great. But, heck, we've already had so many good finishes. I, I know that that's really helped him a lot. Our condolences, first off, go to you. Uh Larry's family and all them, and obviously our you know our thoughts and prayers. Uh, next thing I want to talk about, Bobby, is uh, your Pierce Platinum program. Um, there was a lot of talk about that. You know, oh, Bobby went back to the Pierce cars and he's on the struggle bus. Well, I think, I mean, your dad's not here this week because he's working on Pierce cars because right. you know things are starting to pick up again. You Someone's got to make money. Yeah, exactly. So you 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 switched to the Rockets. You had a really good year. You go back to your Pierce Platinum. Bobby's not so much where Bobby used to be, but now it looks like Bobby. He never went nowhere, but he's yeah. back. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're you're up here up top. I think he had a great start of 2021. So this Pierce platinum program talk about that i think it's a uh, really gonna boom this year yeah I, I mean i think there's a combination of things uh well first off like i think we were always like we were right there but we needed something to just get to that next little level there was and uh i think cody coming in uh his knowledge um vic hill you know i've had his engine in since uh the first race in florida and uh yeah you know we're making Pierce cars look really good. And um, I know Cody's working on a car that's going to kind of be a collaboration. And I don't even know what we're going to call it yet. I keep saying it's going to be called Hot Rod Chassis or something. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, this Pierce car, uh, at the end of the day, is still Pierce Platinum. You know, we haven't really done a whole lot to it. Just, uh, just little stuff. Like I said, we've been there. We just needed just a little extra, you know. I, I think the car is really balanced out now. Um, so I, I, yeah, I mean, our qualifying has been really good, and that's what you need. So, and then we've been good in the future too. If you have to give you guys, so yourself a grade right now for the team so far the year, what would it be? Uh, so far, and I got to give it probably like a nine. You know, we've we're we're right there like almost every night. Um, probably not a ten, just because you know we. We're still working out some bugs here and there, but, you know, we'll, we'll get there. I think it's been – I give it an A, you know. <laughs> All right. What's a big goal for Bobby Pierce this year? Uh, big goal for sure win, like, a crown jewel this year. You know, last year was my first year um, in, like, a few years I didn't get a big win, you know, like a crown jewel or something. So uh, get one, maybe two, maybe three, four, five. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be going out on the, on the Hell Tour with us this year then? I'm definitely going to be for sure at most of the races, maybe like a very high percentage. I can't guarantee that we'll beat all of them, but um, for sure, I hope you see me in victory lane a lot. Right on. You got any predictions if we get these next two races in? Uh, Man, I hate to predict. You think you're going to get that big It'd be nice. You know, Devin's really fast, and I don't really know. I think Shepard might be the next – closest one to us but he's a ways back and um yeah it can happen you know all it takes is and really I, I was kicking myself in the butt for it that i didn't go in and change my right rear flat um uh the guy in the four-wheeler he mentioned it and at the time i was like ah screw it there's only three laps left but i didn't I, at the time i didn't really know about the points so i wish i would have done that i think i could have gained like seven spots but you know i'm kicking myself in the butt for that i'd probably be in the lead 
Yeah. It's a, it's a nine point difference right now. But Bobby, uh, I wanted to ask you one more thing. And um, that, oh my God, I totally forgot about it. Um, Bobby, <laughs> no, it was a cut. cut. Oh my God. Well, well, I had a very good question coming up. Oh my God. It was cut. I, I said predictions and your, eye, your eyes lit up a little bit if it helps. It was about Warzone. It was not about Warzone. Uh, <laughs> actually, I want to talk about that. So you guys, you guys play video games, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. When are we going to get a, a Bobby Pierce, Ruben Twitch stream that we well, can we share? Have. We actually have. <laughs> really? Have. So I, yes. I just want to throw this out there. This is our first podcast, you know, with, with this deal. And, yes. And Mick, who, who chose Bobby for this interview? I did. Exactly. So I want to just throw that out there because people are probably going to think I'm playing favoritism. No, no, I'm no. Not, I, I actually I, demanded it. <laughs> exactly. So I would do, yes, for those of you listening to this podcast, me and Bobby are really good friends and me and him play just about every day when, when we're at home, when we are at home now. Especially during uh, <laughs> quarantine. Yeah, the whole pandemic. The real shutdown. Yeah, yeah, like we played like three months straight of just Warzone. And it's funny because we played with Devin Moran too a couple yeah, times too. <laughs> so yes, about the Twitch stream. Yes, we have done some Twitch streams actually, huh, Bobby? And we've done some comments and stuff like that. And uh, I think what was the most views we had one time? It was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> we can so, blow it up a little more than that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we no, can blow I think, it up. I think it was actually like... A- Decent amount, maybe like it was, it was like twenty two. Or, or yeah, I thought it got it. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, definitely, definitely we do sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when I you think, think about it, twenty even twenty two people watching you play video games is kind of remarkable. Yeah, yeah, and, that and, is like one person. Like what? Yeah, and like, <laughs> and that's the whole point with your day. It, and this is the whole point of this podcast. So we we want to get into the the personal, you know, life of the driver. So like Bobby, let's go ahead and get to this part of the podcast now. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, obviously, you you work your tail off in the shop. You really do. But you know. Now, when you're not in the shop, you're either playing Warzone or, you know, you're with your girlfriend. Uh, talk a little bit about, about yourself and what are your favorite hobbies and stuff. I don't know. I don't hunt. I don't hunt. I don't fish. Uh, I just race. And, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I think we've got the most important one, Jarvis. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, he's always just kind of there, you know. Yeah. He's just hanging out. If you guys haven't seen I Bobby. I take him on a walk sometimes. Yeah, if you haven't seen Bobby Pierce's dog, he, he's the cutest Little dog you'll ever see, Jarvis. I love Jarvis. Anyway, so yeah, um, definitely we'll uh, eat Mexican food. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Bobby does like eating good Mexican food. That has been confirmed. <laughs> and, 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 and he's got good taste in it too. It's not yeah. like the Americano stuff. <laughs> yeah. So if you were watching on Dirt Vision, presented by Dryden, uh, night ele- night ten of the Dirt Car Nationals, was which last, was last night. Yep. Um, Bobby had did a little. Uh, what did you say last night? Like we can win this. <laughs> we can win, win this. this. Now there's an inside story to that. Yes. Yeah. So the whole inside story about that is because every time me and Bobby play Warzone, we drop in. For those of you that don't know what Warzone is, let's just briefly explain. It's it's a battle royale game where there's uh, different modes. There's a you know singles, duos, trios, and quads, and you go into this big world. It's a big map. It's about 150 different. Yeah people yeah and there's like 42 teams yes yeah and like you go out there in your team and you have to loot for you know weapons and stuff like that and survive basically and be the last team alive so every time we get our butt kicked or something (laughs) we just stay positive like we can win this (laughs) well normally like you know we get on a run where we get like a few kills and it's still like there's still 100 people left in the game and ruben be like guys Let's focus. We can win this. <laughs> it's true. I always say that. I always say because we also play with. But there's Rinkin. still a hundred people left, Ruben. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we do play with Rinkin sometimes. Rinkin's a photographer in our, in our, yeah, in our yeah, sport, yeah. and Rinkin will just go off on his own and just start. You know, oh, I could take this the team of four on by myself, and me and Bobby are like, no, no, what are you doing? And I'm like, guys, let's calm down. We can win this. <laughs> yeah. So some good, friendly, fun video games, and yeah, we play with Devin sometimes. I think we won a game with him. Yeah, we did. So pretty ironic. Yeah. All right. Well, Bobby, we're uh, going to let you get back to work here. Uh, nine point difference. We already got your final thoughts. Good luck out there. And 
Final thing. If you could win this Big Gator, how cool is that Big Gator trophy? Is it, I mean, I know you've won pretty cool trophies, but would the Big Gator be one of your favorites? Oh, yeah. I mean, just the little Gator. Um, I mean, I, I know where that Gator is going. Uh, I'm going I'm to definitely give it to Larry. I don't know if I told him yet and if he's going to hear it on this or what, but that little Gator is, is awesome. I mean, that's my first one. And if I get the big one, for sure, that's, that's going in a special spot. That'd be really cool. There you go. Bobby Pierce, the smooth operator, three-time Dirt Car Summer Nationals champion, 2016 World 100 winner, the youngest driver to ever win a crown jewel, doing uh, good here at Dirt Car and off to a good start in 2021. Thanks for joining us, Bobby. Thank you. Thanks, man. Man, that was a pretty fun interview. I I hope Larry was surprised getting that trophy, man. It's pretty exciting and a pretty you know, heartfelt story there. Um, to close out the weekend yeah and obviously bobby didn't get the big gator that he wanted but i'm sure that little gator was still good to larry and you know racing with a heavy heart that is tough so um unfortunate way to end the week for bobby pierce you know it was going to start on the outside pole of that feature uh him and Devin moran only nine points apart uh for that big gator championship and then obviously the rain uh coming there that final night so it's unfortunate to lose that way but bobby pierce nonetheless a good sport and uh I'm sure uh, he'll give Larry that little gator. But yeah, Bobby Pierce, uh, thank him so much for joining us and wish him best of luck this year. I mean, Mick, you mentioned it, his crew chief. Um, I mean, he is just going to go far this year, and we can't wait to see him at the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. And I know Bobby wants to hit up a bunch of crown jewels that he uh, has won in the past and get back on his winning train here and with those Pierce Platinum cars. So yeah, I got to thank Bobby Pierce so much for joining us on episode one of Stick Signals. If you like that, there's a lot more coming race fans. Episode number two, we are going to be joined by Steve Arpin and the magic man, Mike McKinney. Those two modified drivers put on a dynamite show during the 50th anniversary of the Dirt Car Nationals. And we're going to be joined by them next week for episode number two. A little bit of housekeeping notes coming up this weekend, race fans on Dirt Vision presented by Drydeen. It's the... Um, Double header for the Drydeen Extreme Dirt Cars Series at the Lakeview Speedway in uh, Nichols, South Carolina, and the Cherokee Speedway, the place your mama warned you about in Gaffney, South Carolina, this Saturday, February 20th, and Sunday, uh, February 21st. Um, Stuart Friesen is going to be in a dirt late model there. So, yeah, in a dirt car late model, Stuart Friesen won the first two nights. Uh, with the Super Dirt Car Series at Volusia, then had to go run NASCAR trucks, obviously. So, yeah, Stuart Friesen going to be in the late model. All the best of the South going to be there with the Dryden Extreme Dirt Car Series. Watch every lap live on dirtvision.com. Dirt Vision presented by Dryden. Watch every lap live. The World of Outlaws, Morton Building's Late Model Series, World of Outlaws, NOS, Energy Drink Sprint Car Series, Dirt Car Summer Nationals, just so much more. Check it out, dirtvision.com. Get that monthly fast pass for $39.99 a month or get that yearly platinum deal. So, uh, yes, we encourage you to hop on Dirt Vision, but if you get to go to the racetrack and, you know, visit any outlaw event, I highly recommend it. Mick, you saw them, the big screens at the racetrack. They add mm. a big effect to the show. Yeah, it's a great element, and and fan engagement is up. I mean, really, we're, we're the world of outlaws across the board is just bringing, bringing a show to town this year. So it's definitely something to go out and see in person when it comes near. They really are instant replays on the big screens. You get angles that you normally wouldn't from the drone to other shots on the big screens at the racetrack. So you fans get more involved with the races, but nonetheless, Hey, that was stick signals. Episode one. We hope you race fans enjoyed it. We'll see you here for episode number two coming up very soon.